it's always a huge surprise what what's what the topic is going to be and that's definitely part of the fun of doing the weekly hook it is except for the fact that like i really 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 struggle to find things to say or like struggle for topics to talk about oh, oh wow you think okay. i wouldn't but like it's just like you know when anyone ever asks me anything about my life i'm just like i freeze up and I'm just, i just think to myself i've never done anything exciting in my entire life <laughs> what you of all people it's just it's not about the, what i've actually done or what i'm actually interested in it's about like being put on the spot in a way mm. that makes me shiver you're <laughs> you're not being put on the spot though you have two weeks to prepare <laughs> i know i do but that that two weeks is just so much so little yeah so what you're saying is it should be a fortnightly show no, I'm not saying we should change anything. It's just that I need to change my attitude. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And it just seems that, you know, when I'm going into the episode of preparing, it's just like nothing seems right to discuss. Mm. It's like, oh, I have no idea what I want to talk about. But alas, here we are. And it is my week. So what is it we're going to talk about? I've t I'm going to talk about today something that I've actually mentioned previously. Um, and I'm wondering what your relationship with it is and how much you'll be able to speak to it. But I don't know why we're doing this, but we're <laughs> going to be talking about my favorite parody of an anime, and that's going to be DBZ Abridged. Yes! nice it's such a good uh parody and yeah. i would argue that it is actually better than the original anime but we'll get mm. into that um but my first question is what is your relationship with youtube with youtube oh wow i didn't expect that question <laughs> um it is the only google service that i use that's <laughs> fair that enough <laughs> uh and i don't know i feel like i get a lot of input from it i'm very i'm very specific as to what i i mean we all have this it all you know we all probably made this experience of going down a youtube rabbit hole at some point of course but yeah there were definitely like there are some channels that i really like and follow um not in the sense that I have an account because I don't want to give Google my personal information, although they probably have it. I mean, it's Google, so they have... Exactly. And tracking and stuff like that. So, yeah, I've been on, on YouTube a lot, uh, like like everyone probably. I don't know if that answers your questions, uh, question at all <laughs> because no, that's it does. such a broad question. Yeah, that's the whole point of it. I wanted to see how you interact with YouTube on a regular or not so regular basis. Yeah. And let me tell you as well, I have learned a lot about podcast editing from YouTube. <laughs> Whenever there is a problem that I run into, I just go to YouTube immediately. Like how to insert problem here. I can imagine. That's a great resource for yeah. really any sort of thing that you want to learn. It's going to YouTube is the first way to learn about new things, oddly enough. There is this great comic strip about a father teaching his son how to tie a tie. 
Okay. And uh, I feel like that's kind of a trope of like, uh, now you're like a grown up when you know how to tie a tie. Yeah, tie a tie and shaving, right? Yeah, exactly. And But that one was like, a, had, had a very 21st century twist on it, where it's like, it's one of these classic four panel uh, comic strips when it's, uh, and it's basically the father is telling him, okay, so what you're going to do, you're going to YouTube and type in how to tie a tie and click on the first result. And that's how you tie a tie. <laughs> <laughs> well done. That's so true. Yeah. Um, do you watch any YouTube shows, any YouTubers, anything of that like? I mean, what do you mean by YouTube shows? So shows that, you know, span a, a narrative. Mm, like an ongoing thing is not just one-off videos about something exactly yeah no i don't i don't think so nothing comes to mind so i mean i i'm the same way is that i don't really interact there is a whole youtuber culture out there where they're actually productions that are made on youtube mm. and i don't engage with them to a large extent but i will say that the show we're talking about today, DBZ Abridged, is the one show that was a YouTube show that I kind of followed and interacted with over years and years mm. of following and looking forward to the next episode in a way that I would for a regular on-air television show. And here we are, after its a year after its cancellation, talking about... What I would argue, I mean, it was for me is the literally the only YouTube show that has ever captured my imagination and mm. captured my interest in that it's DBZ Abridged. I mean, it's great. I would argue DBZ Abridged is so short, which is great. What's, what makes it so great yeah. is that it is, you know, 60 episodes, 10 minutes each approximately, and it basically just flies by. And what was interesting about it as it was going on, it has such a long runtime. I think it was 10 years of runtime. So the first episode aired in 2008 and, it, and the last one aired in 2018. And yeah, if you think about it, because like, I was watching it as it was coming out, or especially over the last five years, and they would release two or three episodes a year sometimes. Mm. And it was so frustrating to wait for the next episode, but it bore out in the quality of the show since it was extremely well-crafted, extremely funny, and considering it being a parody was just so well done and made captured your imagination in such a way. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if I should begin with what DBZ is. Because, <laughs> I mean, it is... I guess I should, right? Yeah, I'm sure there are a few people who don't know what it is. So. Yeah, so DBZ or Dragon Ball Z is a sequel to an anime slash manga where it is set in a fictional version of earth in which there are um, <laughs> beings called Saiyans who live alongside humans and come and there's inter like intergalactic. <laughs> How do you even begin to explain the entire world of Dragon Ball? That's crazy. It's kind of crazy to even begin thinking about it, but all right, I got this. I can do this. What is Dragon Ball? Um, so Dragon Ball Z is a sequel to a manga called Dragon Ball um, in which it follows the main character named Goku, who is a martial artist throughout of, throughout Dragon Ball. And we see him grow from being a child prodigy to being an adult saving the world. 
Dragon Ball Z is the sequel to that in which we realize or discover, spoiler alert, that Goku is of a different alien race called the Saiyans, an overpowered race that has now gone into extinction except for a few individuals who happen to cluster around Earth. And in kind of getting stronger and stronger over the seasons, they start to save not only their world, but other worlds and eventually the galaxy or the universe as they defeat stronger and stronger bosses. Is that about it? Yeah, that about sounds it. about right. That's a good summary of what <laughs> Dragon Ball Z is. Um, DBZ Abridged is a parody of Dragon Ball Z that generally follows the same plot lines of Dragon Ball Z, the main show, uh, but is imbued with different characteristics uh, given to different characters and different um, jokes that are just hilarious and just go alongside the main television show or are each character is given their most extreme self and is then placed within each other next to each other in just such great comedic timing and yeah so dbz abridged was created in 2008 by, by team four star which is a collection of uh three individuals or three main producers named Scott Freericks, Nick Landis, and Curtis Arna. That's, yeah, those are their names. Um, (laughs) Well done. Yeah. So it's, for the most part, it follows the same plot lines as I mentioned, but there's key characters who are changed for the better, I would argue, or for the funnier. For example, the main character, um, Goku goes from being a warm-hearted, caring individual to just a dumb, one-track-minded idiot, basically. Like a child. Mm. And it's a really funny change to the character developments of of the character. um, And just goes for such great comedy, in a way. It is... What's great about it, I think, is that it is shortened significantly. So... Dragon Ball Z came out and it was, if you talk about the first two seasons by the, or the first three seasons were a total of like 190 episodes or something ridiculous like that. And essentially this parody, DBZ Abridged, only covers the first three seasons of Dragon Ball Z. It gets mm-hmm. canceled after what is called the Cell Saga, which is the third season of Dragon Ball Z. So Dragon Ball Z over those first three seasons has, I think, 194 episodes. Hmm. And it is then, you know, the production company that made Dragon Ball Z came out with their own abridged version called Dragon Ball Z Kai, which shortened the episodes for sure and got rid of some of the filler information and kind of made some of the super elongated fighting scenes a lot shorter, but oh, I forget the number of episodes. I think it was 70 episodes for Dragon Ball Z Kai for those same span of time. And DBZ Abridged, mm. of course, cuts it even shorter, each episode running only about 10 minutes, and there being ostensibly 60 episodes for this TV show. And it's shortened in a way that keeps a level of tension and it keeps the fighting scenes stripped down to really the most critical moments 
but are juxtaposed so well with excellent comedic timing that then go ahead to make the scenes of drama much more compelling in a way. Um, and what's cool about this is that it is, it's a show that spans a 10 year period. And as such, the jokes grow over time and become more, I guess we would say now appropriate <laughs> over time. Um, because in the first season of the show, I would argue that uh, some of the, sh- the, the comedy doesn't really land well. Um, it, I mean, there are terms that are used in the comedy that are just not acceptable today that they quickly phase out. And as they get into later into pro- later into production, the humor is much more funny or appropriate and lasts longer until today. Some of the improvements of the show, I would argue, is the integration or usage of characters that in the main television arc become essentially useless over time. So there, there's, you know, there's some human characters that are fighting alongside these overpowered Saiyans. And through the years or through the seasons, they essentially become useless. Uh, characters like Krillin or Tien or Yamcha, they just are... Yeah, they're basically just there to provide reactions to things that happen. Exactly. And in this show, those reactions end up becoming really, really funny. Or, for example, Tien gets a lot of snark and snaz, like snappy quips that he gets to like make fun of some more powerful characters like Vegeta. Mm. Um, Krillin, for example, they really lean into him being a punching bag. <laughs> and they have what they call a Krillin own count that <laughs> gets like tallied throughout the entire <laughs> season or show. <laughs> It's just so funny. And even things like, so for example, in the Frieza saga, Piccolo fuses with Nail and Nail essentially disappears. And then in the next saga, Piccolo also fuses with Kami and he also disappears. So in the main TV show, those two characters are just gone and never hear from them again. But in DBZ Abridged, they do this really funny thing where they keep Nail and Kami's voice inside of Piccolo and they have this internal threesome dialogue where they're just arguing inside Piccolo's head and he just is just like, shut the fuck up, guys. And it <laughs> ends up being this really funny narr- like joke that goes throughout the entire um, show. So there are improvements in terms of like using the characters that were seemingly just invisible and giving them some narrative significance or interest so that you're actually interested to see what happens when they come on screen so you're not just focused on you know goku and vegeta and gohan or whatever which is great i think for just general narrative balance Um, so it's really interesting so when you think of parodies a lot of the times they just don't have as much creativity or not as interesting or well done Mm -hmm. but this show is just the dubbing is amazing the voice acting is so well done the writing and the creativity with which it is crafted is so i just don't know how to say other than just it's great and it has layers of depth to it that other shows especially parodies do not it is akin to an actual production and this is why it took them forever to release every episode and eventually they had to cancel it so they did end up deciding to cancel after Cell. And it wasn't, you know, anything other than the fact that it took too much effort to make such a high quality show. Mm. And the creators of DBZ Abridged also mentioned how 
it was after the Cell Saga and in the Boo Saga that DBZ and Dragon Ball fell off in terms of its quality. Oh, so, yeah. So they just focused on, I think, ending where ending with the end of the Cell Saga was a perfect ending for them. I guess akin to the ending that they wished Dragon Ball had. Okay, real quick, real quick. Uh, what's your favorite DBZ saga? Oh, man. Because we, so we have the Saiyan, Frieza, Cell, and Boo. Yeah. I mean, I think for me, oh, that's tough. I think I have to say the Cell saga. Mm. Um, I think, especially growing up with nostalgia, that's the saga that I really, but I think it's the Frieza saga is the high point of the show. Yeah, I, I agree. I, the Frieza Saga is by far the high point, but my favorite is the Cell Saga. Yeah, <laughs> I agree with both of these <laughs> assessments. <laughs> it's just so fun. Also, like I, I have to. I love Gohan as a character. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just watching him come into his own in that show, and this is one of the reasons why I hate the Boo Saga. They basically once they decided to continue past Cell, they just had no idea what to do with Gohan as a character, and it was just quite depressing to be honest. Um, you know, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. So one of the improvements that I have to say, which is my favorite improvement and one of the best jokes of the TV show, DBZ Abridged, is the reimagination of Mr. Popo. So Mr. Popo, um, for better, no, not for better, just for worse, was built off or how do I say this? Was designed on the legacy of like Blackface. I don't, know, yeah. I don't know how else to say that. The worst stereotype ever. 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 And so I, to bad. be honest, yeah, I just don't know how, to be honest, they even made it, they were allowed to display that on television, especially in the United States. Like after, in Japan, it's, it's part of, it's been part of anime for a yeah. while and it's been phased out recently. But I think, I think if I remember this correctly, um mr popo's skin was blue i think that was kind of the like they they colored it blue instead of black that was only in dbz kai so in the oh, regular dbc even in like the 90s when it was running was he made he stayed black mm, okay and for dbz kai they changed him into blue mm, so okay. in dbz abridged they do keep the original black version of mr popo but the way they imagine him into being this godlike figure as the highest ranking character in all of dragon ball z is Mm. just fucking hilarious they kind of (laughs) they he essentially he has become in this show reimagined as more powerful than literally any human on earth and Mm. he is He's altered every historical event to make the universe the way he sees fit. And it's just such a funny reimagination as like a demon god, as opposed to just the silly blackface servant which uh, to Kami, which is he was which is what he was in the De- Dragon Ball Z show. So I mean like they can't obviously they could have either admitted him entirely or gotten rid of the character but i think reimagining him as literally the the puppet master behind the entire show's events is a really nice nod to just 
him as a character and it really makes him really funny i would say mm. and some of the jokes are just hilarious like like popo's dark eyes and or not dark eyes his um blank stare is used as a joke to make people scared of him mm. and everyone is just fearful of his eyes as he comes onto the screen it's just a really funny thing it's hard to explain how do you explain humor um <laughs> um objectively in a weird way other than saying it's funny yeah it's like uh, i was explaining the comic strip in the beginning and it's it can never be like you just have to see it it's the same with like something that you just you know the thing that you just explained you just have to watch it and then see how it is because you can, the retelling of a joke is never as good as the joke itself especially if it's like not just if it's like a visual thing a hundred percent and that on top of the, just the fact that reimagining a character who was played off for laughs and kind of thrown to the side as a manservant and making him basically the central control of agency of the universe is a funny reimagination or a good reimagination of a character. Yeah, especially because he in, in DBZ, he is the servant of God and in uh, DBZ Abridged, he becomes God, basically. Essentially. So it is it is a nice reimagination. So good on them for doing that as well. I mean, you mentioned um, how funny Popo is, but actually I really love Dende as well. Like his kind of arc and like especially at the end when he has become the new Kami. It's just so ridiculous. funny. I love when he goes up to Krillin and is like, Krillin's like, I'm, we're, we're best friends. So only I can call him Little Green. And then Dende smacks him across the gray face. He's like, call me Dende. Yeah. <laughs> just like yelling at him. And just and he's like, oh no, super call me Dende. Yeah. <laughs> or also like the whole like him like being into Son Gohan is pretty funny. Yes. Oh my God. It's hilarious. And even like Dende and Popo, like the, in the last few episodes, how they just really like each other. <laughs> it's pretty funny as well. Yeah. Their relationship is awesome yeah yeah that's such a good like you know use of having side characters just be so hilarious and i I really much prefer all the like tangential characters like yamcha and tenshinhan uh in dbz abridged as to dbz oh of course they're so much better in dbz abridged they have a purpose in dbz yeah exactly They're not just okay. They were here in uh, in Dragon Ball, so they have to stick around, sort of thing. Um, and also the kind of how everyone makes fun, of course, of Krillin, but also of Vegeta. Yes, That's, like how he just becomes a punchline in the like last arc. It's hilarious, especially by Tien. I find that so yeah. funny. <laughs> so good. Oh, it's just oh, I love it. I love it so much. And it's like the, one of the easiest things to watch I've ever yeah. seen. It's like, because it's so short, each episode is just like such a little bit of a commitment, like 10 minutes or whatever. And then they just are so fun and just, I don't know. It's just like such a good and easy to binge watch show. Yeah. And all, even like the, you know, the uh, all the arcs that the different characters go to, the entire Vegeta Trunks thing, the, the whole Vegeta Bulma thing too. Oh my god, um, their relationship is hilarious. Even things like um Dr. Briefs and his wife and yeah. like Bulma's mom and just like the clone yeah. eggs and like <laughs> it's so funny. 
Uh, I'm I'm a grandma now, so call me Gilf. Your yeah. planet is strange. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even like all the sex humor is just like perfect. Like I don't know, I feel like most of these, like with most other shows or like types of media, like ninety percent of that belongs to the trash. Like is just trash. But yeah. here it's kind of perfect for the tone of the show. It's amazing. Yeah, like when Goku is like and and uh, oh my god, what's her name for a second? Chi Chi's trying to like yeah, make Goten exactly. basically. Yeah, yeah, that was the example that I was about to give yeah. as well. That's fucking hilarious. And then at the end, he re- that's when he learns how sex makes babies. Yeah, <laughs> and everybody else is like, "What? You didn't know that." it's uh, so funny it's and i so just like uh, and even like the the frieza saga like where krillin is the space duck it's just yeah like, <laughs> quack <laughs> which I, lo- I love that later on they they have uh c 16 yeah. like he is an actual dbz he loves birds yeah. he's like oh there's a duck yeah <laughs> hey duck <laughs> so good and i actually really like as well 18 because yeah, she's so good in this episode she's this so series. cool she's so cool because she is like as awkward as krillin is yeah yeah socially speaking at least. yes of course and then i like it when she's like if we make it through this i'm gonna rock his world <laughs> like I yeah herself. I'm just like, yeah as I, I think where where it shines is especially in the um i mean it shines everywhere but like even in these moments where it's just like one frame and they just dub something over it yeah (laughs) it's just hilarious it's amazing because it's like i remember i watched this the first time when they were actually coming out and it was like two or three or four like a whole year and you just wait and anticipate so much for a 10 10 episode (laughs) 10 minute episode and uh, now i feel like lucky for anyone who watches this and is able to just go to youtube right now and watch all the episodes immediately it's i'm so jealous of you because you can just watch them all yeah that's that's a really high like expectation to to manage but they did it perfectly and i just saw i just saw that they are doing other stuff as well so i'm going to check that out too yeah team four star is great but if i win the lottery one of the first things i will do is contact them and pay them a lot of money to do the boo saga (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah it depends on how much money you win but sure uh that would be great <laughs> that's all i want because all i want in my life is more dbz abridged let's be honest yeah but it did it did just underline for me how ridiculous dragon ball z is i was like it's all the same like all of the three main villains have the same thing where they just transform into new like uh, they get on to a new level or whatever yeah. It's like literally the same. And I did, obviously, like I never really realized that as a kid. <laughs> well, no, I remember when I was in college, actually, I went through and over like a winter break, I rewatched Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, all of it, every single episode over like wow. a two week period and basically did nothing except for watch morning to night <laughs> every episode. Sounds like a pretty good fortnight. It was great. Um, but I realized that because I obviously watched it, rewatched the whole thing as an adult. Yeah, but my question for you is, um, how do you like the Gohan Goku relationship in this show? What are your thoughts about that? I think they're overdoing it in the last third, like with how, 
like the whole joke of Go Goku never being there. Yeah. There it's like it's funny because they just do it every once in a while, but in the last I don't know. I don't know how many episodes that is. Maybe it's the last third or whatever. Uh they're doing it a little bit too much. But then at the, at the end, I kind of love where, you know, Goku has planned for Gohan to def- defeat Cell. Yeah. And everybody's just like, I can't believe this works or this worked out. And I hate that I have to credit Goku for this. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a really funny. I, I kind of, I like it. Um, I Yeah, I think it was a little bit too much at some points when they were, because they spent so much more time together in the Cell saga. Yeah. Um. But in the Cell Saga, I really did like how, um, some of the jokes transformed into Gohan's frustration with his father's stupidity. Yeah. For as sure. opposed to just him not being away or not being there. But yeah, it, it's still really funny. Yeah, it's like um when there's one scene in which Trunks and Gohan, uh, are flying, and Trunks is like, "Yeah, you're like a lot like your father in the future." And Gohan is shocked. He's like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> Yes. Like, oh yeah, you're ways? like you're super strong. <laughs> I was like, oh okay, okay. Or um <laughs> like when with Goku and Chi Chi, that's that's like perfect when it's like uh how how their relationship is. I think that's really funny too. Yeah, it's amazing. When uh when Goku is like nearly dying and just yelling and Chi Chi's just cooking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, no, I'll just do this. I love when he gets home after the time chamber and he asks for cake for blonde, uh, like, I don't know. I forget what it was like a birthday cake for Gohan. Oh yeah. And he responds just being like, what you just fuck? took our son away for a year. Yeah. Be- bleach dyed his hair or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And now you're demanding cake. <laughs> Funny. Yeah. Oh, but also the, um, when Goku is on TV and what he says is just totally misconstrued. Yeah. You know, that's just really funny. Like, yeah, no, I just beat her once. And like, I beat my wife. Like, (laughs) it only took like one hit. And I'm totally neglecting my family and all of these things. It's just like, (laughs) oh, it's so painful. And the orange hillbillies. I love (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so good. Yeah. I I found like Mr. Satan less insufferable than in DBZ here as well. I found him still insufferable, but yeah. <laughs> obviously less so because Yeah. Oh, but it's just the thing so is much. he is he's still insufferable, but I think he's uh it's obviously less screen time, but I think every other character is so well done. Yeah. Um that it kind of it sticks out even more in in some yeah. ways, right? Cuz there are more just like useless characters in uh, regular TBC. The only thing that I actually liked was when he is on the balcony and the the crowd is cheering like hail satan. Yes. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Uh that was amazing. Uh but like when he goes to fight cell, I'm just like all right, get over with this. Um yeah. but I loved when you know how like in the actual Dragon Ball like the two people come and fight cell before Hercule does and yeah. I love how they come up and Cell just blows up the helicopter. <laughs> yes. Yeah, actually, I really, I really liked Cell in like in in this one too, especially in his last form. He's so funny, perfect Cell, and like the pseudo sexual like horniness and like, yeah, and his relationship with Goku is so funny. <laughs> this jawline though. Yeah, I just I also I really do like the perfect like the song that he sings as he becomes <laughs> perfect. F yeah. is how for how fucked you are. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, yeah, but also like all the um all this Saiyan stuff as well with Frieza, it's ridiculous. So good. Oh, I love I love the trope with Vegeta. It's like you're not dealing with your average Saiyan. Yeah. <laughs> like over and over and over and over again. Uh I think it was great about the show is that it points fun at Dragon Ball Z as well, like yeah. all the time. Where it's like where I think Vegeta at one point in the say at the Frieza saga is just like power levels are bullshit, basically. <laughs> yeah. And it's sh- true because the show even themselves uh, like just ditches power levels like in the Cell Saga, just yeah. not a factor at all. No. Yeah. One one small touch that I really liked is that both Vegeta and Bulma are in, have the same thought at one point where somebody says something to them, and they're both like really angry and it's like, no, just take the compliment, just take the compliment, and they both go through that yeah that was yeah. like a really nice subtle touch no it's just so good um i also love napa i love the ghost of napa oh, yeah <laughs> or like uh nail and oh, the, nail uh, and kami yeah <laughs> nail and kami it's like in the head all the time yeah you're i'm meditating no you're napping i know the difference yeah <laughs> but even the 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 like the namekian elder and a nail is also no oh my god it's fucking hilarious. every party needs a pooper that's yeah. why they invited <laughs> you <laughs> yeah so good oh. i think like it's so fun to talk about this show like and it's just full of such funny moments that it's absolutely impossible to like it's just like you have to see this show it's yeah for uh, sure like highly recommended not every not every everything about it is great but overall it's amazing yeah and if you ever have just like a spare 10 minutes watch the show it's so good and you don't even have to have watched dragon ball i feel to no. have watched it it's obviously my favorite thing on youtube period i wonder eh, no i wonder if like i rank it on the top like on comedies like would you consider this a comedy series right oh interesting yeah yeah i would of course. yeah, yeah like it's so interesting because it's just because it's on youtube because it's 10 minutes each because it's a fan parody it doesn't like register as like a proper show mm. but how do we consider this when we think of all the other comedies out there right it's honestly honestly speaking like it's when i watch comedies it's one of the few comedies i laugh out loud like a yeah. lot of comedies i like the way i consume it i'm just like oh that's cleverly written oh that's funny <laughs> like most things that's how i like I mean, at a certain point you're analyzing the jokes more than yeah. you're actually listening and enjoying the jokes to a certain extent but with this show it's the comedic timing is so on point that it makes anyone just laugh yeah for sure and i don't know I, I guess it just goes to show how little com like that i don't watch that much comedy because at least the first time through i never analyze anything but i rarely watch comedies ah yeah that's a big difference between you and i i consume more comedies actually than anything else. yeah i think i don't know what is it like everything that i can think about like comedies that are like edgar wright's movies fleabag uh ted lasso and Dewey abridged i guess wow i mean that's a good collection of comedies not gonna yeah. lie yeah i mean i'm sure there are others that uh, if i thought about it like i would come up with more but yeah like yeah there's not there I've, I've had my fair share of bad comedies but i tried to that's why i'm like very like the bar is very high for me to even 
start watching one. Yeah, and the fact that you like this show and watched it all in like a week or whatever is <laughs> yeah. an even better sign, right? Yeah, for sure. So if Chris recommends a comedy, you should watch it. So Chris, do you yeah. recommend this? Highly. Perfect. Oh, it's so good. Uh, I wonder like who's your... Okay, so I'm going to ask you, who is your top four DBZ abridged characters? I, I thought about uh, like doing it while we're talking to just in case you're like... Uh, you're going to spring this question on me, but fuck. Okay, let me think. I have to think about this too because I have no idea, to be honest. Yeah. I'm ready. You ready? Okay, you ready? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Chris, what are your top four DBZ abridged characters? Should we take turns? <clears throat> yeah, sure. Not ranked, just going for it. Oh, okay. Rank I ranked them, them but. <laughs> oh, wow. You ranked them. Um, yeah. Okay, I'll rank them really quick so you can okay. give me your number four. My number four is Frieza. Oh, nice. How come? I think he's just really, really funny. Like, he is very, like, British. But, yes. like, in, in his, like, just his voice and everything. But also his demeanor goes through a big change where he's, like, really calm and just... But at some point he just loses his shit. And that's, I think, <laughs> is, so is used... Funny. Yeah, is used to great comedic effect. And... Yeah, I like, like that he is like going through stages. His interactions with his underlings is fucking hilarious. And uh, like his in, like inner monologues as well. Like especially like, okay, what do I do when I like when I once I am uh, immortal? Like I'm going to lure everyone in a false sense of security <laughs> and then I'm going to kill everyone and all of these things. And it's pretty funny. Oh, that's awesome. I love like the reaction the, the 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 banter between goku and frieza when they're fighting and he's, yeah. he's just like increasingly frustrated with goku's stupidity yeah it's so funny i love it yeah and it's like with frieza specifically i feel like there is one moment where he just snaps and yeah. then he never recovers from it yeah yeah, yeah i think yeah. that's pretty funny that's interesting because um my number four character is trunks <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, I love how he just reacts to the ridiculousness of Vegeta and like yeah. the situation and is like, the fuck guys, like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> yeah. And it's just such a funny, like, uh, I just love how we get less, we don't get that much screen time with him. He's not one of the major, major characters, but it's his screen time is just hilarious. I love yeah. all of it. Um, and I love his banter with Gohan as well. And he's like awkwardly looking at his arm and just like, and his, with Bulma uh, too. Oh my God. Yes. The sexually soliciting. <laughs> yeah. Bulma. Oh my God. It's, and, but also like mo- moving through the different, uh, universes and timelines. That's also pretty funny. Yeah. Like yeah. all that, those jokes. Yeah. The multiverse theory is a bitch kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But even when he's back and then he's like with Bulma, like, like you never said anything about my father and now like nothing could, like, how could you not have prepared me for it? Like, how could I, how could I have? Uh, oh, it's so, so good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Trunks is amazing. And I think that's kind of the, um, one of the many strengths of uh, DBZ Abridged is that every character is great, whether they have a lot of screen time or not. Like, exactly. they're all amazing. Exactly. And that's what I really like. So my number three is Piccolo. Nice. He's my number two. Ah, nice. <laughs> uh, not just because of the whole like nail and uh, <clears throat> Kami thing, which is all amazing, but he just cares so much about Gohan. 
uh, which adorable. He's so oh endearing, and he like he is kind of also going through that journey where he is like coming to terms with that, and at the end he's just like his, like instead like he's way more of a father to Gohan than Goku is, and cares much more about him. But all his little like his banter and his comments is just all ridiculous. I love it. Like, you know, this is a testament to the show that it's a fan parody that's so funny, but has little moments where it's like so endearing. Like when Gohan asks for a key like uh, Piccolo's and yeah. and then like Nail comments like, oh, did our heart just skip a beat? And I'm oh, just yeah. like, oh, it's so cute. <laughs> oh. But then obviously also like, <laughs> I like how Nail is like, um like talking about like how piccolo has minesweeper inside of him and piccolo yeah. like <laughs> or we have, table. Wait, I have minesweeper yes like <laughs> and then it's like i want to can we play against each other against minesweeper and it's like you can uh, so <laughs> it's a one player game <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, and then obviously kami the whole thing oh and also piccolo thing last piccolo thing just like him and gohan just like yelling about dodging is yes. hilarious it's one of the funniest through lines of from the beginning to the very yeah. end of the show yeah when the, when goku and gohan are in the uh the chamber out of space and time or hyperbolic time tam- time chamber yeah <laughs> thanks <laughs> and it's like now i'm going to teach you something that you have still not learned although you trained with it to, with piccolo and gohan is like oh no <laughs> <laughs> oh so funny um okay what's your number three uh my number three is vegeta oh nice oh uh, my god he's so so funny i love yeah. like obviously i mentioned like napa haunting him all the time is absolutely hilarious to me obviously he just like he, he gets this it's just so funny like him like in his pride and his saiyan pride his whole thing becoming a super saiyan obviously like the frieza saga is just so funny and i like how he just gets his ass handed to him all the time and then he's like the butt of so many jokes as you yeah. mentioned and like it's absolutely hilarious like the sound that he makes where he gets when he gets hurt that like screech sound is yeah. just so it's like seared in my memory as an amazing thing it's just hilarious too it's like he is kind of like the han solo to a certain extent of this in the sense that he just like talks so much shit and then can't back up anything and then obviously a short guy complex and then his relationship with balma is hilarious (laughs) oh it's it's so funny so yeah i just flipped my numbers one and two um and my new number two is dende nice um i mean i just talked about why i love him so yeah. He's just like his arc, his whole like observational humor, the whole like this is weird. And like the whole little green thing with Krillin and uh when they're on Namek. It's just so funny, especially because people just underestimate him and he's just like, no. Labite he has so much agency too. And he's just he says the funniest shit. Yeah, it's hilarious. I love when he awakens the dragon and he's just like, yo, dragon, get the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah or once he becomes the new kami he's just like i'm gonna fuck all of you it's amazing um obviously my number two was piccolo as i mentioned earlier and uh, but before we get to number one i just want to like say at least for me an honorable mention i have to mention just krillin and his humor through this entire show is absolutely hilarious i just love like obviously the krillin owned count is so funny obviously yeah. like his humor and his like 
just getting stabbed and destroyed and killed in different ways, but also just like his thing with 18 is super funny as well. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's just hilarious. And then one of the funniest like lines that I love, I don't know, I forget what context it's in the Frieza saga, but I love when he just he just says at one point, but up up but up bye, and then just like flies away. Yeah. I don't know what context it is, but that is just so funny to me. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just love Krillin, but he doesn't make my top four, sadly. Yeah. Krillin is actually my number one. <laughs> oh no, really? Awesome. Okay, yeah. great. Because I think he is just like a multi-tool. <laughs> like he uh, he is just he makes funny comments. He is the butt of many jokes. Yeah. Uh, and I think just this dual and like so many more things. And he's just like, whatever role he is in, it's just hilarious. Okay, perfect. I'm glad you put him on your number on, on your top list. Yeah. I think actually the uh, Krillin own ca- owned count should have also extended to like verbal stuff because it's only when he gets slapped yeah. or when he gets like really attacked. But he gets owned so many times verbally. Yeah, that I think that should have been included. But I also love the touch at the end where, like, when he's fucking with <laughs> with AJ, like, it's like, ping, it's like one one number lower. Yeah, it's <laughs> awesome. That's the funniest thing ever. Oh, so good. Yeah, my number one. I and I have to say that my number one is Super Kami Guru. It's he's. <laughs> I love him so much. I mean, obviously, he's not a major character. But yeah. every line he has is amazing. From yeah. the nail stuff to like, I'm going to touch you, touch you and bring out things inside of you or whatever to every person and to like um, getting a TV to like, like him, the reveal at the very end, how he ate all the albinos or whatever. It's like, yeah. how did I get, how do you think I got so fat? Yeah. It's just <laughs> hilariously true. done. Like, I think he might not be like, the character that's the longest lasting obviously but his batting average so like how how good he is for every single joke or every single line or how funny every single line is is so funny yeah and he's just like when frieza shows up he's like nail take his coat and now like <laughs> like he i'm pretty sure this is the guy who's been killing our entire th- race or whatever yeah. and then <laughs> guru's like nail don't take his yeah. coat <laughs> It's like the worst thing you can do, you know. Don't take his coat. Don't don't yeah. be like friendly towards him. Yeah, that's true. like he was one of my honorable mentions too. Like he was yeah. in the shortlist. But even though, like, even the the one line where, like, or like when the, he dies for the dragon, and then and Guru's like, they have. I see they have summoned the gra- dragon. Would be a dick move to die right now. <laughs> then he just dies. It's yeah, hilarious. There's the perfect cherry on top. Oh. I love it so much. It's so good. Such a great show. Yeah. Um, it's f- full of amazing characters, hilarious. Um, and I can't hi- I can't recommend this show high- highly enough. Yeah. Go watch it, people. Obviously, I forgot to ask in the either or question about DBZ or DBZ abridged. DBZ abridged. <laughs> I knew it. It's hard to explain because it's something that many people haven't watched, but I think it's really worth watching, especially I would say it's worth watching even more than Dragon Ball Z. If you Mm. don't have the time, or even if you do have the time, don't watch Dragon Ball Z, just watch this. It's, it's faster. It's done in like half the time. You don't really need to know anything about DBZ to just watch it and enjoy it because so many of the jokes come from our regular life pop culture. 
Mm. Uh, there's so many music parodies and references to other things. Like, for example, the end of season one ends with Napa, the ghost of Napa, just haunting people and an entire parody of Ghostbusters just with his name. Mm. It's just so funny. It's definitely a show worth watching. I would say, though, along with many shows, it's worth actually skipping the first season and starting to watch with the second season and then going back to watch the first season. Mm. It's so interesting that, like, I've known many shows that are like this, not necessarily um, uh, dramas, but Mm. often with comedies. It takes a while to figure out how a show, even in dramas, actually, it takes a while to figure out out the strengths of a show. Mm -hmm. But with with comedies or something like this where the plot points aren't that particularly important it's more just entertainment for the joke's sake it is worth watching something maybe the second season on and then going back to finish the first season if you if you'd like the first 10 episodes the first season's only 10 episodes anyway so even the fact that it's not that great it is not that much of a commitment um, to actually get through yeah but a show like this is just like my message is only it's good watch it yeah, I feel like it's great for taking breaks and stuff like that. It's just like one, like to just take like, just watch like one episode or like if you have lunch in between work, it's like, yeah, you can just like have that uh, there as an entertainment thing while you're eating lunch or whatever. Exactly. And kudos to Team Four Star for making such a good television show. Yeah. And it and it is quite the accomplishment, you know, working on something for 10 years and redubbing and like the editing, like choosing which like what story, which story to tell as well. That's amazing. Yeah. So I'm happy that this is still on YouTube and it's available for free for everyone. So check it out. If you liked what you heard, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Five stars. If you didn't like the show, why are you still listening? Five stars. If you want to get in touch, there are a few ways you can do that. Email. Write us an email to hello at seriallyhooked.com. Website. You can check out our website and suggest future topics at seriallyhooked.com. Twitter. You can find us on Twitter at seriallyhooked. If you like the show, tell a friend or 10. Rate us on Apple Podcasts. It really makes a difference and helps people discover the show. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all we need to know. And like, just as an aside, like it's our show. We can do whatever the fuck we want. So (laughs) that's a very good point. We do have like an hour and a half or two hour episode where we talk about a single episode of television or a few episodes of TV. So, uh, (laughs) I think, yeah, this is great.